Yo, what's up, peoples? Uh, this is kind of a impromptu special yep. non-episode, if you will. Um, I'm your co-host, Ivan, here with the young millionaire, Ibrahim Abaji. Uncle E. Um, and today we actually wanted to touch on something that is plaguing the country right now and something, or kind of why we've been silent uh, during this whole time. Um, and just kind of where we are at as far as our creative side goes, um, and our efforts towards, uh, you know, the, the overall cause and, and past that just, you know, shed light on what we think about the current situation. Agreed. So how you feeling today, bro? No, I mean, this, this has been a very, very tough time, um, in terms of, what our identity is as a black man. Um, I think, like, you summarized it really well yesterday when you said to me, you couldn't remember our worst week that we've had. Yeah, exactly. Um, I cannot recall... I can't recall a period of time Mm. in my whole life where I've been this sad and frustrated, angry, and straight out tired as a result of just your identity that you're a black man in this world. Right. I've never felt this way yeah. Yeah, at a period of time. Yeah. Um, and, and I really think it's striking for the moment we're in right now mm-hmm. um, in, in the country and where we are. So, and just like what Ivan said, um, I hope both of us can get a chance here to briefly share our experiences um, as being a black man in this world, mm-hmm. being a black man in corporate America, where we're facing living in America, mm-hmm. um, and the global impact, basically, of what it is and what we feel like is needed um, for a change um, and for positivity. And hopefully we can um, fight this injustice that we've been facing for right hundreds of years. I think, um, first off, we... Sh- To address why we kind of went silent, if it wasn't obvious before, it was out of respect to, you know, the the brothers and sisters that we've lost recently, um, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, and... May they rest in peace. May they rest in peace. Those are the two most recent ones that we, um, you know, unfortunately heard of, but um, that's why we've been silent. We had recordings that we were scheduled to release, but... Mm -hmm. You know, we didn't. We felt that it was insensitive to do so at a time such as this, Correct. where, you know, the rest of the world is grieving. We can't just be, you know, posting gists and whatnot. Um, but, man, I, 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 I don't know. Like, like he was saying, it's, it's been such a unprecedented time, um, combined with the fact that we're in the middle of a pandemic. Um, combined with the fact that these are experiences that, you know, us as black men and women face every single day. Um, not so much on a large scale, you know, but with so many different microaggressions and, and so many different little innuendos of what we have to deal with every single day. Um, and I mean, and, and just to, just to add on to what he is saying, um, a lot of the times, whenever I've been questioned or I've reached to a point where you talk about the struggles you face as a black man, especially to non-black people, mm-hmm. 
it comes off after oh let's feel sorry for you yeah oh poor you yeah your oh, life I is such believe, a tragedy you know? yeah and uh, man enough for that yeah. we're not we're not here for that we're yeah. not here for your sorrow we're not here for your pity yeah um if you don't feel like you need to take the action mm-hmm. to educate yourself to look at yourselves in the mirror and when i say you i mean a non-black person in this world mm-hmm. if you're a majority if you're a white person if you're an asian person if you can't do that self-internal reflection mm-hmm. to understand the prejudice that you had that you've built it could be subconsciously or that you've lived with mm-hmm. the perceptions you've built of black people and realize that i need to change that mm-hmm. and not only i need to change that i need to educate my friends and family my people yeah. your people yeah. to change that if you don't you think you can't come up with that stuff for you i'm sorry mm-hmm. like i i to be honest i could then i could care less right i'm not here for your you know your i'm sorry for you or your pity yeah no perfectly said i think it definitely starts at home, starts with you. Um, kudos to those who have been, you know, taking that, those steps forward and, and being the voice of, of reason and yes, the voice of, definitely. of humanity in their communities. Um, and to those who kind of choose to stay silent, that speaks volumes because it shows complacent, you know, um, well, and, and we know, like and, like you said, though, yeah. if you, for me, to be honest, at this point, Ivan, yeah. if you want to stay silent, if yeah. that's your views that this is not my problem, this is a black people problem, yeah. fine. Yeah. For me, that's how I feel right now. It's, yeah. if you can't do that, no one, because what's the same problem as, you know, what, it's the same thing as you post a black square on Instagram, mm-hmm. you repost, but that's it, you don't do anything. Mm-hmm. And and past the black screen too, there's a lot of wolves in sheepskin. So and that's what I'm saying. And you know, and to build this, I was talking this to my brothers, um, and I told them that you know uh, why I feel like America mm-hmm. is the worst of all countries in terms of racism, mm-hmm. because for me speaking personally, mm-hmm. right, I've lived in let's say I've left high school. Once you leave Gambia and you grow up to Gambia, you know when you leave. When I, once I left Gambia, like at least to live somewhere else permanently outside of africa right mm-hmm. that's the first time you your skin color you're being acknowledged living with people it, and that, so much you know, so even to the complexion exactly that's yeah. your complexion that's the yeah. first time that you know it's been alarming to me that the first thing people are gonna associate me when they view me when they judge me is mm-hmm. black man right you yeah. know and and god forbid you're you're dark you know yeah exactly like so, i didn't know i was dark until i came to america bro you see so yeah. it starts building that up you know yeah, I, I I went to I finished my high school in India, right? Mm-hmm. For a good couple of weeks, right before I started picking up on the words, I could, there were a few kids. They and Hassan Minaj was building up. They kept calling me this word in Hindi. It's called Kelwe or Kalu, mm-hmm. means black, 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 black. They would call me this, mm-hmm. and you know I was like, man, why do these kids keep calling me this? You know, until I had to find out they were calling me black, black, black. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, anybody who's lived in those areas in Asia, and so that's what I'm saying, it's not America. Asia, you know, India, like for me, you walk out, my brother will go out to market, people will point at you, you yeah. know, call you black, you know? Yeah. But you know what? Yeah. Ivan, that didn't hurt me. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. Yeah, that is that's fine. That's ignorance, right? Mm-hmm. That's blatant, blatant ignorance. And at least they, they're saying it in my face, right? I can deal with that. That's mm-hmm. fine. You go to other countries, but why I feel like, America here now, you just mentioned it. It's mm. the wolves in the sheep's clothing. Yeah. 
here, when you come here now, you understand that it's built so much in terms of systematically and the oppression and the way things are set up. Give me the racist who's going to come in my face any day and mm. say, hey, I don't like you. You don't belong here. Yeah. I don't like your people. I don't fuck with black people, you know? Yeah. I'll take that any day. Yeah. Nine time, ten Every day of the week, I'll take that person who will tell me, you know what? Fine. I'm a racist. Like I don't like black people. I don't want to associate with you. Thank you. I'll yeah. take that any day. Over it's, the people, the microaggressions and uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's the better liberals, better the, the enemy you know than the devil you don't know. Exactly. Right? Um, Thank you. I mean, couldn't have said I couldn't agree more with that. Um, I, on our personal pages, we've we've kind of done quite a bit of uh, you know awareness and just overall trying to educate people. And one of the things I mentioned is microaggressions. Um, Please tell, 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 give us a talk a little bit on that. If you don't know what a microaggression is, it's it's basically, I mean, at the root of it, micro, small aggression, something that you do that is very minimal but has a long lasting lasting mm-hmm. impact. Mm-hmm. So, I remember a particular day I went to the grocery store with one of my coworkers, and the lady in front of me. Um, was you know checking out her groceries and the cashier you know welcomes her hi how you doing oh nice day Mm -hmm. da 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 going about their conversation you know all right have a great day she walks off right so i was buying some things and i walk up look the lady in her eyes right she didn't say anything to me um she checks out my groceries and then says the total at the end to me right and that wasn't the first time. That I, I'd almost say that it's pretty synonymous with how my experiences go at the grocery store, right? Especially with 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 white women or of white course. men. And my coworker was appalled. Right? She <laughs> said, "Why didn't she say hi to you? Or why didn't she talk to you like she did the other lady?" And in my head, that was so removed from from my life. I could care less about it. Exactly. But it really shocked my coworker. You know. And she was just talking about how she had never seen anything like it. And for me, that was just like another day at the grocery store. Um, And I kind of explained to her that microaggression right there where it's like you see a young black man and I walk up and, and somehow there's already some sort of tension. You know, I'm, right. I'm I'm driving down a dark road and I'm not sure if I get pulled over by a policeman, if I'll be safe, you know? I'm not sure if... And, and, and another thing, the worst thing is just one small story. No, one ahead. of my white friends called me when I was in high school, and he mm-hmm. said he wanted to go to Sports Authority. I said, what do you want to do with Sports Authority? You got something to buy? He said, no, I just want to go hang out there. I said, hang out? Mm. I don't have the luxury of like, going to hang out in the store. That. Yeah. Because there's going to be all eyes on me, right? Yeah. What is this kid doing in here? Why is he in here? Why is he in the golf section? Why is he in... You get what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't have that same luxury of just going to hang out because I'm going to be... It's going to be all eyes on me, for one. And then two, people don't realize it, but I've been been in situations where because I feel like it's all eyes on me, I feel like I'm obligated to go and spend my money there. 
just to make sure that they don't get the wrong impression of me. No, you know? I agree. That, that's you're right. Yeah, I feel. What and you're saying. and so, d- just think about some of these small microaggressions. You know, let me touch your hair. Don't touch my hair every day. <laughs> every day. Don't touch my hair. To be honest, you yeah. Know? Do not touch my hair. And and black women especially have to deal with that one. You know, where it's like, oh, your hair looks. You know, and 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 is that your real hair? Is that stop with that? You know. No, People, I, I mean, um, I, I agree with you. We face microaggressions every day, you, you know? Yeah. Um, and this is something we have to deal with. You know, we can we can talk about different ones. And I know we'll, have, we'll get a chance quickly here to go on, like, workplace environment, what that phase of what we're dealing with. Yep. But outside of work, being a black man, you know, mm-hmm. every day, every day you face it, you mm-hmm. know? Um People, like you said, you, you people will cross across the street, um, and and for me personally, you know, one, yeah. it's you know what's the first stereotype, you know, then stereotypes yeah. come into play, you exactly. know, um, which is fine, you know, like mm-hmm. I said, I could care less about microaggression. Right, I can you know, I, I can go to the airport, you know, always someone will come and just assume that oh, what team you play for, you know. <laughs> You know, yeah. What's that? Yeah, you know. So exactly, okay, yeah. so a black man, you see a tall, you know, kind of slim black man, you gotta yeah. assume automatically he Basketball has to be, you know. Point. Yeah. All the time, I did. I did a trip. Like literally, I was keeping counts. Like every time I'm traveling, I'm gonna mm. count which what, how many white people, or which white person will come up to me and tell me what team I play for. Or right. sometimes the white kids will come up. Right. You know. Right. I would and say seventy percent of the time I travel. Exactly. You know. Yeah. That's fine. You know, like I said, I, my what I really should be telling them is, you know, hey, just because I'm tall and black doesn't mean that you're athlete. You know, yeah, you know, no, and but and, little things like that. And honestly, I think that by even taking back those microaggressions and taking advantage of them, as black people, we kind of start to to take back the the narrative. You know, we and do. Where you have the power to to now live your life as free as you will. Or as free as you want to because somebody else wants to be a dumbass about it. No, and mm-hmm. Ivan, and to add to what you're saying, mm-hmm. we've been facing these. We, we just kind of just explained some microaggressions we've been facing. All right. I feel like all of us who've been facing this, mm-hmm. it's time to start just letting it go by. Yeah. Like for me, I've reached a point and I feel like this is what this, when I say this frustration and this anger I feel. Mm-hmm. I've reached a point where I'm not going to tolerate these things anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to challenge myself. Like, do not tolerate these things anymore. Yeah. Like, th- this 2020 and what it has shown us is, like, enough is enough. When everyone's saying enough is enough, yeah. if someone comes in and is following in the store and saying, hey, why are you, like, I'm straight up going to tell yeah. Fine. If I don't care now if you say, okay, you're the angry black man. Of course, you always have to be careful. And, and I'm not saying go crazy and stuff, but you have to now start calling these people out. 100%. Show them for who true they are. Expose them. Yeah. Do not let these microaggressions go by day to day and we face it at work, we face it outside of work, mm-hmm. and we just casually let it slide. Right. And so, just go, well, and this was what was building our anger, and this is why we feel so frustrated because mm-hmm. we kept... We kept it inside. Yeah. yeah. And and yeah, I agree that once it leads to a boiling point exactly. where, where you may act out one day and now you're seeing a certain way. You may act out one day and then that could cost you your life. Exactly. As we have seen. Exactly. It could definitely cost you your life, even if your acting out is minimal. You know, he wasn't resisting arrest and lost his life. You, you know, know? And, and, and like you said, it's, 
you know, and another country to why this country it's it's you know once if you're black that's what I'm saying this is not to and this is just to bring into Africans too mm-hmm. you have you been you better be fighting as much as black Americans you they, better there is no differentiation yeah. when a cop pulls you over yeah. this is an African man this is a you know oh Af- no he's black, no he's from you know Zambia you, let me not does, touch him you guys fuck are, out of here that doesn't work same plight yeah and that's another thing too is you know a lot of the times Africans we tend to think that this is not our issue too right. especially in America here in civil rights and fighting for justice and equality if you ever you know have you heard of Amadou Diallo yeah yeah i heard of that do you story. know how yeah. many like this people don't understand there right. is no difference There's it's no the difference. exact same struggle as the the moment you're black and you are born or have landed within this country yeah. every single the 400 years of oppression systematic racism even though if your aunt's ancestors were not slavery mm. at that moment what right now once you're in America this the problems that everyone facing and the fight that we all have it beco- belongs to you you're 100%, part of it too you 100%. have to you know and you it, i think it's it's very irresponsible to try and and act like you're any different no you know um as africans yeah just eat pretty much summarize yeah, that yeah so and and, and here's the thing you know, you know this this is another opportunity if you haven't yeah. if you were not up to date on African American history and understanding what this country the oppression that has, has been has going been on doing. here you better start reading you better start watching documentaries you better start going because and you make know, yourself more aware make yourself more yeah. aware because you, know? you even though you may be you know the son of a king or son of a chief wherever you're from that does not matter here when you're in the eyes of a, you know, a racist um, person in power. Exactly. I um, mean, which, which country, Ivan? Which country in the world right now, right? Are we seeing public lynching yeah. and execution of black men yeah. on video and they get and, away with it? And, and I think you can attest to this very well, too. But if you've ever held a gun, there's a certain amount of power you feel behind the trigger, right? shoot a gun yeah hell yes there's psychologically it does something to you now imagine putting someone who you know has prejudices right against a group of people hate in their heart imagine giving them a gun and other weapons right and then giving them a badge and saying look you have the law behind you you know don't worry about it you know Act as you have to, and 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 I read. A, I don't know how much validity there is to this, but it seems that 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 police officer academy is pretty minimal, right? It's very easy. To, well, I won't say it's easy, but it's it's not as, it as rigorous. It's, it's not right? a rigorous process be. to become a police officer. Now, imagine putting people like that in positions of power where they have. America is the only country in the world where. Police officers are literally licensed to kill. Licensed to kill and get away with it. And get away with it. And get paid vacations. You know, where you have the, the full support of the, the law and the full support of, of, of your peers and just the entire police department behind you. I think people need to, to really understand that type of power. When and, you- then, and then put yourself behind... You know, or in front of that gun, or you know, under that knee where, where George Floyd 
tragically lost his life. You know, Trayvon Martin, you know, where that's not even a police wearing officer. A hoodie. It's you know? the same thing, though. It's because, you know, you it, know, it's the person we represent as the black man, what we've always represented right. to the white man in this country, right? Yeah. And how that has spread over to, as you saw, an Asian officer was standing there being perfectly, you know, Content with the situation. Content with a black man being killed. Yeah. It's what this country has painted the picture of us black people as. Right. How it's built it for this oppression, borderline hate, you know? Yeah. Like KKK, white supremacists, you go by, that's what I'm saying. You need to study the history to understand that. Right. We black, you know, black men served in the military, come back, some of them were even lynched. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. You know? I mean, that dates back to the Civil War. Exactly. You know? Back to the Civil War. So... Uh, you know, once you're here, that's what I'm saying. In this country, it's so deep that goes so many years. Yeah. You know, how would you know that a white cop that once they see you as a black man, and now you give that white man, mm-hmm. you give him that power that you just described. Yeah. At any chance, he's gonna have to kill you. His brain, the, all those years of subconscious habits, so, yeah. you will. He's gonna already go into kill mode. Yeah. It, and, it happens, and and I think well, not. It happens. This is what's happening. Exactly, and I think been happening. I think um, white people sometimes, no, a lot of times, don't even realize their own prejudices. Um, that's why and, they and that, exactly, and that's why they want to come out and say blue lives matter or all lives, all lives matter, matter in spite. What of about the fact, black on black crime? Exactly, in spite of the fact. That they have all these prejudices and and they they're coming out and saying that in spite of the the saying Black Lives Matter, so I want those guys to come out, Ivan. Yeah, let them come out and say that. Yeah, you know, please, like if that's how you feel, go out and say it. Expose, like I'm saying, I'd rather know that you're on not like that's what I'm saying. Let's know who's on our side. Right. Let's know which white person or which white people are on our side. Let's know which Asians are on our side. Mm-hmm. You know. That's how I, that's how really how I feel. If I I'd rather know that you're not on our side. Yeah. We'd rather know. Okay, this this police department for sure. These white people are racist. You know, don't then we now put black people. You know, where they're in a position that we could be murdered. Mm-hmm. Let them come out. We want to hear that if that's how you feel. So, and this is why America is so dangerous, right? Mm. You know, as you saw the video of the daughter who was um basically educating her parents talking about these black people in the ghetto are animals yeah. you know yeah. this is how they are you know I'm yeah. saying think of what these you know if, these, if there the, was a fly are... on a wall in these a lot of these homes yeah. white homes and what Hassan and I talk about even Asian homes mm-hmm. what they feel and what they talk about black people mm-hmm. and when they go out on the streets and they smile in our faces yeah. quick to call 911 you exactly. know the Amy Coopers yeah where nine one one is used as a weapon. The thing that got me about that, hits. that video was she explicitly said, "I'm gonna call nine one one and say an African American is threatening my life." Translation: right? I'm calling a hit on you to or call, any other black you. man in this uh, uh, at the park. And 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 for anybody who, you know, I've seen on Twitter and and instagram and everything they were, they were saying oh you guys took her dog and you took her job uh what more That's do you not want enough. take the whole damn thing i could care less Good take for the whole you. damn thing i don't give i don't I give, don't a, give a damn ass bro um you called 
law enforcement to try and essentially kill someone you know not kill someone now, kill that, anybody who that, could have been in the park at that time exactly and and that might not have been her intent but her not realizing she knew her that, power though she knew she, what she, she was knew doing that she had the power yeah. to threaten him with the law and you come and tell me that not even the law have people with, watch with, uh, you know pe- in an oppressive system you know and and for you to come and tell me Oh, don't you think it's a little overboard? Hell overboard? No. Hello, have you watched Hell This no. Is Us? Do you know what happened with the Central Park Five? Central Park Five. Do you know what Case happens when people do that? Hell no. I think I think I think she should serve time for that. I think she should have gone to jail. This is losing her job and and losing her dog. That's even kind on her. Exactly. You know. So <laughs> and 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 all these these people being exposed online as racist. You know where their videos are coming out. Hell yes, I want you, know, you. I don't want you to go to that college where you're gonna grow up and have, you know, a great life because you're 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 trying to take away somebody else's life in the process, right? So why should you have the opportunity to to? Why are you entitled to a perfect life? It know? doesn't, you know, and that's the thing. So, like I said, man, this country, especially the majority, i.e., mm-hmm. white America, mm-hmm. white America, and for me, friends, my white friends who reached out to me at work mm-hmm. and outside of work, which is very few, but mm-hmm. I care less, to be mm-hmm. honest. Maybe. Don't. Change, right? Yeah. This is what I believe, right? Yeah. I think it's if time they, to wake if up. If they think it's time for change and it's time for work up, and you really believe it, mm-hmm. like change is going to come from the privilege, mm-hmm. challenging the privilege. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me what I can do. Yeah. No. You, how about you go look at yourself and say, what can you do right. to challenge those who are privileged around you? Exactly. That's how I feel. Exactly. This is not a black people problem. Yeah. This is not, oh, what, you know, what can we do to help black people? Oh, we hear you. You, you know, know we're here life for is such a tragedy. You know, no, 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 like, no, that. I could care less. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, how about if you really are truly about it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like saying, oh, I'm going to go to rehab. I'm going to do this, you know? Mm-hmm. If you really want to do it, who's going to do it? It's it has itself. to come from you, yeah. It has to, and it's just not from you. It's yeah. not just enough to say if you if you're truly about it, and you you know, because I genuinely believe, mm-hmm. I genuinely believe, and you know, I'm saying there's a lot of white Americans and Asians and Latino who genuinely they you know they want change, especially I would say our generation. I'm very a number, for a, the a huge number here in Seattle. Yeah. I mean, look at the protests. Who's there? A lot, there? a lot of white people. So that's what I'm saying. Mm. I'm very optimistic. Like, although we're frustrated and all we're talking about here, mm. and like I said, those who know in at their hearts of hearts they want change is mm. white people or you know that our generation and we want something better. And I believe a lot of us, a lot of you know, I definitely they do. do. Yeah. But if you really want it, it's just not enough for you too. Mm-hmm. If you really want something, a change, and you understand what we've been facing here, you need to not only challenge yourself, you need to challenge those who are privileged in your circle too. Ex- and, Go challenge and, your families. And and have those uncomfortable conversations. Make them uncomfortable. Because you know? we can't do that. For there you. is no change without without being placed in an uncomfortable situation. Exactly. No, nothing like that has ever happened. Um Adding on to your point, I'm 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 very I'm very optimistic about our generation. Me too. One, um, and and the next and the little kids. And exactly, yeah. um, it's I mean it, it's nice to see a lot of like of our peers out there riding harder. 
Yes, you know? I, I agree. As they should. That's how it should be, though. As they should. It's not our problem, Ivan. Exactly. They but it's, uh, it's, it's, it's nice to see that. No, I, I agree with you. It really gives me hope. And as frustrated yeah. and how you know, heartbroken it is right now with... You know, we've reached this boiling point of injustices. Mm-hmm. I am really optimistic because, like I said, at the end of the day, when we're born, right, no one racism is taught. Mm-hmm. You put two kids to when a black kid, white kid, Asian kid, you bring them together. Mm-hmm. They don't see color. Mm-hmm. So once they grow up and the parents and people who are around, are around them mm-hmm. start teaching them, racism is taught. Exactly. Uh, it, it's not. It's definitely not human nature. You know, so and, and, and this is again too too. you know, as right now. Yes, support black businesses where, you know, like I said, I agree. Right mm-hmm. now, it's about Black Lives Matter, right? Right, right. But, you know, we should never do, I don't think anybody, if you really want change and you want this world to be better and the end of racial inequality or, you know, injustice and just basically freedom, you want a freedom for mm-hmm. all people, mm-hmm. don't knock anyone from other race who actually wants to take, you know, an effort and say, no, what are you doing here, you know? Yep. Like I said, if if you know that someone wants to do something, mm-hmm. you know, I for me I don't think I'm gonna reach out. Like I said, to any of my wife friends or any coworkers, I'm not I'm not reaching out to you. Yeah. But if you come reach out to me, mm-hmm. like you say, and I know, okay, you wanna really do something, help them out. Yeah, no, hundred percent. You know? I've had a number of, of 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 white friends um reach out and and offer it's not 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 an apology but more a statement of here's what i'm going to do exactly and i applaud that um, me too i really do however we still have a lot of work to do a lot of work to do because i truly believe a lot of these people are coming from a good place i me too but nonetheless action still has to happen and action speaks louder than word you know yeah. like i said and it's it's we grow up we have all grown up in an in an environment where we know and we should know that the the color of someone's skin has no significance to their character their character right? yeah to who and they are only judge and not even don't even judge people just the representation of a person should speak through their character versus the color of their skin I, and i find it sad that we're even you know, having to talk about this or explain this in 2020. No, I, I agree. I agree. We don't have to explain it. But like I said, you said, you know, let's not bash. Let's not bash those who are trying to help us. Or Definitely. Trying to, not Definitely, even help us, yeah. those who are turning action. Yeah. Let's not bash them. Mm-hmm. We can educate them and tell them how their history has favored them, how, you know, 400 mm-hmm. years of, you know, free labor on the blacks so of black people have put them in a position where they can, they have advantage over us. Mm-hmm. Let them be aware of them. But do not, I, I, I don't agree in bashing them and saying, you yeah. Because I've seen some people, I feel like they've gone kind of overboard. Like, let's say, you know, uh, a white man posts a video sometimes and just saying what he, or what, how he feels or what he's going to plan doing. People are like, oh, you know, people start talking shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, what do you know? Blah, blah, blah. You don't know shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not, you know, I'm like, you know, they're like, because people don't understand, like, the majority, mm-hmm. a lot of people, they're not saying shit. Mm-hmm. I, I work. 90% of my yeah, co-worker yeah. friends that I have, they're not the, saying the, shit. I think the, Which the, is work environment, the work environment is probably the worst environment. That's the worst. <laughs> because 
One, everybody knows exactly what's going on. Yeah, but they're pretending like they don't know. But they want to carry on business as usual. And to you people who are in positions where you can recognize that, I think that should definitely spark a thought in your mind about do you really belong there? And is that where you want to you know, spend your the yes. rest of your career? Yes. In an environment that doesn't truly value you? Um. So for corporate America folks, or not even just corporate world if folks, corporate work, or, you know, or whatever you do, you know, that's something. It's to been tough, about. Ivan. Like it's I said, it's to been very about. tough going yeah. to work, and you have you know people re- talking to you as if like they don't know what's going as on, as if it's you all dandy, you know. But you know that's fine. I can care. I, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Like I said, what I will not do at work is one. Mm-hmm. I'm not reaching out to anybody to tell you, hey, this is what's going on. I feel like you should do something, mm-hmm. or you know. I am not explaining to anybody. No one in this world right now knows, you know, it's not aware of what's going on. Right. If they're silent, they chose to be silent. If they don't reach out to you to say something, they chose to reach out to not do anything. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like as black people, we tend to do this all the time. Hey, come on, you know, this is what we're going to. We're tired. Come on, support us. Come on, support us. All right. In the corporate world, no. If no one wants to say anything, I feel like it's not our responsibility. Like I say, we should focus on those who actually want to come and join us. All right. Let's focus on them. Let's stop trying to go and ring the bell and say, hey, black people exactly, again, yeah. we're out here suffering. Come yeah. and support us. Nah, F that, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's how I feel Definitely. with the work environment, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and as black people, I think, I mean, speaking from like a personal point of view, the other day when we had uh, Isa 2's going away party. Yeah. To be in a room surrounded full of black people and just the, the experience I had, you know, I think black people, we also need to, to realize we're in uncharted waters and we need to stick together more than ever. No, we have to. Um, we, we have to, you know, we so, have to stay strong. You know, like I said, <laughs> I, I mean, that's that's something I took for granted, you know, being in a room full of of, of people like maybe quarantine, you know, added to that. But that was definitely a feeling that I... You know, I cherish. No, I, I, I do cherish that. I know yeah. what you're saying. We do, yeah. like I said, it's right now we need to, you know, love ourselves now more again, you know, yeah, yeah. love who we are, you know. So I, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Um, and, and of course, you know, I got to shout out black women. You guys, are, they're riding harder than anybody. Black women are the future of this world. Quote me. That's all I got to say on that. Hey, you know, you, you know what Brother Malcolm said, and we have to, and speaking of black women, you know, just to, you know, you know what they say, you know, whenever us black men, you know, let's say even in the corporate world, when we feel like we have it bad, think of the black woman. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and like Malcolm X used to say, the most disrespected person in America is the black, black woman. woman. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like Ivan said, we, we appreciate you guys. We see you. We see you. And, um, and, and now Ivan, it's time for us to ride for the black woman in terms of, you know, they have the Brianna Taylor's, um, what, what black women face from sexual harassment. Yeah. Um, it's now that we're saying that enough is enough. Mm. We need to say enough is enough too. Mm -hmm. Um, and we need to fight, you know, for black women too. Mm-hmm. Um, we just need to fight, bro. For, and I feel like right now, the time we're in, we it, it, enough is enough. Like right. this injustice, you know, that's going on. Um, and people like human rights, like rights. Human, you know, yeah. Like Violated. I'm serious. You know, yeah. black women. I'm telling you, Ivan. For me, like right now, like 
you know, if anybody, I feel like even, you know, black women, of course, we love black women, but tell me, any group of people, and especially like if it's women, it could be an Asian woman, whatever, wherever in this world, Middle East, mm. um, that I feel like people are facing oppression, mm. and if it's women too, especially. We need to do something, uh, you know. If whatever we can do, yeah, donation, donating then, then, that ten dollars, bro. What's yeah. that gonna, you know? Yeah. That's means something, yeah. you know. Sharing yeah, that and, information and telling you. Let me tell Ivan. Ivan tell someone else, and you know, awareness. And now that's how action starts. That's yeah. what we're seeing. That's how these cops got arrested. Exactly. You know. Exactly. So anybody talking about protests don't work. Check yourself. Right now, Black Lives Matter. But trust me, you know, yes, all lives do matter. We know mm-hmm. that. Right mm-hmm. now, Black Lives Matter. Matter. But you know, mm-hmm. that people don't act like as if you know as a black man if i see injustice if we don't know what's going on in syria right now you know mm-hmm. the suffrage the people have suppressed in Pal- palestine you know yeah. all these places that we don't care no i to be honest i care, care equally yeah you know yeah. I, I don't feel like you know we should pick and choose yeah and and one more thing i just want to before we wrap this up yeah. i wanted to keep it short mm-hmm. um in Nigeria, they have there's been a, a number of uh, not just Nigeria, really all over the globe, um, and mostly across uh, the African continent, um, rape victims. You know, um, I mean, is 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 guys? We just have to do better. We we have to it's do enough better. in Africa. The sexual harassment that's going on of women in yeah, Africa, exactly. There's a fight there that, trust that, me, Ivan. That's another thing we've we been have sleeping to bring on. I, I would say personally, I need to do better. I yeah. need to be aware of it. This, yeah. and we need to take action. So yeah. we have not forgotten that too. Yeah. So just know that that's another issue that that we have to um, address just as much as and as, take action exactly just as much as racial injustice in America. Um, in our in our homes, there is a. A very big issue there with with rape and you know um rest in peace to those who are, are have have gone um due to acts of sexual violence mm-hmm. um our hearts go out to those who are are victims of sexual violence and and guys we just have to do better um yeah those are my thoughts on that yeah no for sure um i agree with you Mm-hmm. And, you know, and in this world that we're even here, you know, and where we understand nobody, like, you know, it's the quote again, nobody can give you freedom. Nobody can give you equality or justice or anything. Yeah. I feel like if you're a man or woman, like Malcolm said, if you're a man, you have to go take it. Mm-hmm. We have to take action. If you, if, if people are being oppressed and no one's taking that action um, or in this justice, this lack of justice, this lack of equality. Enough to now wait on, you know, people to do the right thing. Yeah. You have to demand it. Yeah. You know, so it's time we demand justice. Well, um, we're going to keep that short because that was the purpose of, of this uh, recording was we just wanted to shed light on the state of the the, the world right now, really. Um, and yeah, I mean, what, what, what last things? No, I agree say? with you. It's all about love, not hate. Yeah. You know, peace and equality exactly. for everyone. Exactly. And so, yeah, um, you guys see it. You live with it. Um, it's time for us to act on it if we truly want a better future for us, ourselves and our, our children and our grandchildren and so forth. So, yeah. Um, thank you, guys. I hope you all stay safe. And keep yeah, fighting. Just keep fighting. Yep.